Hi, welcome to the Walk with God podcast. Good afternoon. It's Saturday, uh, February 1st. We're in the first day of the second month of the year. Man, it's hard to believe this year's flying by already and we're into the next month. Today we're studying from the book of Psalms, Proverbs, the Old Testament, and the New Testament. And it's going to be a real blessing. I know you're really going to enjoy it. Today we're reading from Psalm. 26. We're reading from Proverbs chapter 6. We're getting into the book of Matthew chapter 21, and we're also studying from the book of Exodus. But before we uh, read through all that today, let's go ahead and start with a word of prayer. And uh, please join me if you, um, wherever you are, please join with me in prayer if you can. If you're driving, please keep your eyes on the road though. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, We thank you, Lord God, for this time that you've given us, that we can study your word, that we can grow in your word and your truth. Please give us your message, your word, and your truth today, we pray in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. So we're going to turn, if you have your Bible, please open it with me to the book of Psalms. We're going to turn to Psalm 26 and go ahead and start reading from there. Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart, for thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in the, with uh, dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers, and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash mine hands in inno- innocency. So will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief and in their right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place. In the congregation will I bless the Lord. Now turn with me to the book of Exodus, please. And uh, let me just grab my schedule here. And then we're going to read from that. My apologies. We are... uh, going off of a schedule, and today we're reading from Exodus thirteen seventeen through Exodus fifteen eighteen. So um, turn to Exodus 13, starting with verse 17. And it came to pass, when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near, for God said, Lest peradventure the people repent when they see war, and they return to Egypt. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea, and the children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. And uh, Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and ye shall carry up my bones away hence with you. And they took their journey from Succoth, and encamped in Etham, in the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. Chapter 14. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they turn and encamp before 
Pi-Hahiroth, between Migdal and the sea, over against Baal-Zephon, before it ye shall encamp by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, They are entangled in the land, the wilderness hath shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart, that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh, and upon all his host, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And they said, Why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? And he made ready his chariot, and took his people with him. And he took six hundred chosen chariots, and all the chariots of Egypt, and the captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with an high hand, but the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, and his horsemen, and his army, and overtook them in camping by the sea, beside Pihahiroth, before Baal-Zephon. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, and they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us, to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he shall show which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. But lift thou up thy rod, and stretch out thine hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I will be, and I behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh, and upon all his host, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. And the angel of the Lord, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these, so that the one came not near the other all the night. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea, and even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning, in the morning watch, the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud, and troubled the host of the Egyptians, and took off their chariot wheels, that they drave them heavily, so that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from before the face of Israel, for the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. And the Lord said unto Moses, 
Stretch out thine hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. And the waters returned and covered the chariots, and the horsemen, and all the host of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them, there remained not so much as one of them. But the children of Israel walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians, and the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Chapter 15 Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him in habitation. My father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom as a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. And in the greatness of thine excellency thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou sentest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. And with the blast of thy nostrils... The waters were gathered together, the floods stood upright as in a heap, and the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil, my lust shall be satisfied upon them, I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. Thou didst blow with thy wind, the sea covered them, they sank as lead in the mighty waters. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Thou stretchest out thy right hand, the earth swallowed them. There we go. Turning the page. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength unto thy holy habitation. The people shall hear and be afraid. Sorrow shall take hold on the inhabitants of Palestina. Then the dukes of Edom shall be amazed. The mighty men of Moab trembling shall take hold upon them. All the inhabitants of Canaan shall melt away. Fear and dread shall fall upon them by the greatness of thine arm. They shall be as still as a stone. Till thy people pass over, O Lord, till the people pass over which thou hast purchased." Thou shalt bring them in, and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in, in the sanctuary, O Lord, which thy hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Wow. How amazing would it be to pass right through the middle of a sea and get to the very middle of it and be looking at a giant wall of water on your left and a giant wall of water on your right, and the Lord clearing a path, a pathway upon dry ground. It says not just ground, but dry ground, and through the middle of the seas. And that 
all the Israelites get through. And then as the Egyptians are getting, beginning to go through this pathway, trying to chase them down, the Lord breaks off the wheels of the chariots. So they're stuck and they're riding like sideways through, through this middle of this ground in the middle of the sea. And then the Lord tells Moses to stretch out his hand and all the seawaters then come flooding back down in the middle of the sea, probably hundreds of feet at least underneath water. And suddenly all the waters crash down and drown all the Egyptians. This would have been something that they would have been telling for generations to come, that they would have been telling their sons and daughters, yes, I saw this happen. And no wonder it's recorded for us as well. It's a, a mighty, amazing work that the Lord has done. Now, if you turn with me to the book of Proverbs today, book of Proverbs, we're going to study from Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19. 16 says, These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. I look at these verses today, and I see these six things that the Lord hates, and what he calls an abomination, and what the Lord calls an abomination that's utterly hated by God. And he says the first thing is that a proud look. You know, who has a proud look and what's called uh, proud in the Bible is Satan and Lucifer. Lucifer said that I will make myself like God. I will raise myself up to be at the same equivalency of God. That is a proud look. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lying tongue. The very first lie that we see in the Bible is from the serpent to Eve and questioning God's word and doubting God's word and casting doubt on it and convincing her to sin. And then hands that shed innocent blood. I remember the one we were just reading about Cain and Abel and how Cain was the first murderer and uh, killed his brother and shed innocent blood. A false witness that speaketh lies and he that soweth discord among the brethren, a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief. The world was destroyed in a flood because of all the mischief and all the wicked imaginations that all the people had before then. And we still have a problem with sin in the world today. It's still the world's main problem. And if we can learn God's word and learn to keep his good things and his uh, lovely reports and his word in our heart, we can learn how to live in this world that will not cause that discord among, among the brethren, cause that strife. Now, turn with me to Matthew 21 today. Matthew chapter 21, we're going to read verses 23 through 46. And when he was come into the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came unto him as he was teaching and said, By what authority dost that, doest thou these things? And who gave thee this authority? And Jesus answered and said unto them, I also will ask you one thing, which if ye tell me, I and likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, whence was it? From heaven or of men? And they reasoned with themselves, saying, If we shall say from heaven, he will say unto us, Why did ye not then believe him? But if we shall say of men, we fear the people, for all hold John as a prophet. And they answered Jesus and said, We cannot tell. 
And he said unto them, Neither tell I you by what authority I do these things. What think ye? A certain man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward he repented and went. And he came to the second and said likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. Whether of them twain did the will of his father, they say unto him the first. Jesus saith unto them, <clears throat> excuse me, saith unto them, Verily I say unto you that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came unto you in the way of righteousness, and ye believed him not. But the publicans and the harlots believed him. And ye, when ye had seen it, repented not afterward that ye might believe him. Hear another parable. There was a certain householder which planted a vineyard and hedged it round about, and digged a wine press in it, and built a tower, and let it out to a husbandman, and went into a far country. And when the time of the fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the husbandmen that they might receive the fruits of it. And the husbandmen took his servants, and beat one, and killed another, and stoned another. Again he sent other servants more than the first, and they did unto them likewise. But last of all he sent unto them his son, saying, They will reverence my son. But when the husbandmen saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and let us seize on his inheritance. And they caught him, and cast him out of the vineyard, and slew him. When the Lord therefore of the vineyard cometh, what will he do unto those husbandmen? They say unto him, He will miserably, miserably destroy those wicked men, and will let out his vineyard unto other husbandmen, which shall render him the fruits in their seasons. Jesus saith unto them, Did ye never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? The same is become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore say I unto you, The kingdom of God shall be taken from you, and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. And whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken, but on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. And when the chief of priests and the Pharisees had heard his parables, they perceived that he spake of them. But when they sought to lay hands on him, they feared the multitude, because they took him for a prophet. <clears throat> Here, Jesus is going through his teachings, and he's explaining that when they question his authority, he doesn't answer their question directly because they won't answer his questions, and they won't they won't reveal their own hypocrisy. They won't um, they won't say that John is from the Lord, even though he was, and they won't admit that. But they can't say that he wasn't from the Lord because all the people think that and knew that he was a prophet and recognized that of him, and so. They just try to avoid the question. So um, because they are running from God and running from Jesus, Jesus decides that it's best just not to answer their question now since they won't uh, have the backbone to stand up and face their own hypocrisy yet. And then he also, he goes and he starts using parables and explaining that um, in the parable that of the, the vineyard here that, the people that are the husbandmen that are taking care of the vineyard don't obey the prophets. They don't obey the people that the Lord sent unto them to uh, to reap the fruits of the harvest and to, to bring them and sell them and to make profit off of it. 
And so here he's explaining from these parables, did you never read the scriptures, the stone which the builders rejected? The same has become the head of the corner. And <clears throat> here Jesus is the cornerstone. He is the headstone. He is this stone that the builders are rejecting, that the builders, the um, the leaders of Jerusalem, they are rejecting him, even though he is the head. He is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Messiah, the Christ that has come to Jerusalem and to the entire world to show all of the world how to be saved. But he says, and whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken. And if we fall on Jesus, if we, if we try to, um, dash ourselves if we try to fight against the Lord, but we finally conform to his will, we realize that our will is broken against his perfect will, but we realize who he is. And even as we struggle against him and then finally come to the knowledge that he is the savior, that he is God, and that we worship him and trust in him for our salvation, then uh, we're not completely destroyed, but we're broken before him and then we surrender and submit to him and love him and we become his servants and his children as he becomes our Lord and our God. But on whomsoever it shall fall, whomsoever this stone, it, on it, whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. If nobody, uh, if the person that comes to the Lord completely rejects the Lord, eventually they are rejecting God. They're rejecting the Holy Spirit. They're rejecting his salvation and they will go to hell. Um, we are warned in the book of John, and we'll see this later, that um, he that receives the Lord is saved already, but he that rejects him is condemned already. And so we here we see the hard teachings of Christ. And the chief, uh, the chief priests and the Pharisees, they perceived that he spake of them. But, and so they tried to lay their hands on him, but they couldn't because of the multitude, and they were afraid of the people. Well, we have the great choice today. We can trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and know that he, as the head of the corner, can save us. It's been a pleasure to read the Bible and study with you today. I hope it's been a blessing for you. I know it's been a blessing for me. And uh, if you have any questions, any prayer requests, please email me at wwgcaleb at gmail.com. That's wwgcaleb at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at wwgpod. That's at wwgpod. And I'll look for those too. God bless you and have a great day. See you tomorrow for the next Walk With God podcast.